Hey, what's up? This is Michael, and this is the Campaigns Made Men episode 25. You're just full of bad decisions. In the last episode, the PC spent most of their time working on figuring out what's going on. Um, again, one of them was pretty much right on, but the idea didn't really stick. Um, kind of near the end of the episode, they had worked out an arrangement with Alicia and got a safe house set up for themselves. So there was a slight bit of an audio problem and we actually lost the, the next game session that we played. Uh, a couple good things, though. One, not a whole lot happened. Uh, even though we played for three hours, about two of that was a roleplay session where Nico slash Grexel uh, eventually talked the other PCs into doing something that, one, I didn't expect, and two, they didn't want to do. So I would have kind of liked to have heard all that uh, listening back, but as far as actually moving the story forward, there really wasn't a whole lot of movement. And the even better news is that I started out this new game that you're about to listen to uh, with a pretty good recap. So I actually go over pretty much everything that was missed in that missing session. Uh, so you're pretty much caught up right as the game starts. There really isn't like a whole lot was lost. So anyways, this episode, uh, it, as I said, did not expect them to do what they did at the end of the game before and at the beginning of this one. And it it really kind of started the end game of the Made Men campaign. I think I've, I've kind of hinted at there's not that many sessions left. There's quite a few sort of pivot moments that we've talked about, but this is probably the biggest one that uh, turned the game down a path I wasn't expecting. And I didn't, not that I didn't handle it well, but I, I could have got us back on track and I didn't. But I still like this episode. It made me laugh a lot. There's a couple parts that are just fantastic. So anyway, here you go. Uh, the Campaign's Made Men, episode 25. You're just full of bad decisions. So previously, you guys decided that I really didn't make a whole lot of decisions last time, but you just wanted to get more information. Yep. So you had decided that you wanted to go and just kind of walk around the populace and get a better feel for the number of people that were possessed versus people that weren't, and just kind of see what was going on. You met up with Alicia, and she gave you a little lovey love. Uh, you were a little bit depressed, Zane. You're still a little angry that Grexel killed Sala. And now you're a little bit even madder because you now know that he's actually smart. So he was not dumb when he killed him. He did it on purpose. Um, Omi's still struggling with his drug addiction. Though it's gotten better, uh, the fact that you were forced to take Rexan recently has reawakened some of those urges. Only I took it. The very first time back, he did. Oh. I think that was the episode. Not under my control. Well, that's when that was when you there. weren't there. Not See what happens when I'm not around. So you Rob guys were about drugs. to go out. I didn't do that. I went smart. But you were about to go out and do some exploring, <clears throat> and you saw that someone had left a, a small sort of wooden box right outside your door, and you, you're supposedly in like a safe house that should be secure and no one knows that you're here or that you're in that place. So it was very odd that someone obviously knew where you were. Um, after some manipulation, the box opened like a Japanese puzzle box, and you found a letter that essentially said, meet us in three days, gave directions to, to a part in the sewer, and it was uh, signed Jalzia. You then spend a couple days doing some more exploration. This 
two or three fights, pretty intense. Everybody got their butts kicked, but you guys managed to survive. <clears throat> you eventually made it to the center of the city where you saw that this giant pit has been dug out, almost perfectly cylindrical, about 200 feet down. And there are these stones at the bottom that are arranged in a particular pattern. And Quarian was able to identify them as similar to the spell that you think brought the demons into this world originally. But this would open a very large, very permanent portal into the Nine Hells. It will be very bad when it's completed. As you were watching all this happen, a, a figure that you believe to be the king, this King Aqus, who in games past, one, he used to be the royal guard. Two, you thought he was dead for a while, uh, but apparently he faked his own death. Not sure why came into view, but he was wearing those bracelets that you remember that the ghost was wearing from a long time ago when he stole your key, and he's flying kind of like Superman, floating over, touches down, starts talking to some of the red arms, which were the demon-controlled guards, and Grexel decided that this was your opportunity, that if you were going to kill this guy, you should do it now, completely unaware, very few people around him, and if he is vulnerable to attack, there's a very good chance you could push him off the edge and he would fall 200 feet, which would possibly kill him. Except that he f- can fly. Fly. <clears throat> so minor you guys... still fall. Minor, minor detail. So you all kind of lined yourselves up, and Corian and Omi <clears throat> drew their bows and, and drew a bead, took a round to aim, and then they shot their arrows, and pretty much they stopped mid-flight, and you don't exactly know why, but the arrows did not even reach him. Just sort of stopped there. He turned around. His eyes flamed red. He was sort of snarling. The arrows shot back at you guys. Uh, I don't think they hit. I don't remember exactly yeah, if they hit anybody yeah, or not. Yeah, they did. You guys took damage. I think they hit one of them. Okay. So one of you might have got hit by your own arrow. Then you all decided to run away. Grexel jumped into the sewer, and everyone else didn't. <laughs> so, unless I'm incorrect, that's where we're going to start off, is with uh, the king floating after you guys. One important comment okay, is the king to... was not a demon. That is true. The king was not a demon. Okay, I need to ask something real quick. Okay. Okay. Has... Would Zane, would Zane um, think that Grexel has... A, has always been there for him. Like, if Zane was thinking back about all the times that him and Grexel were doing things together, would he think of a lot of times when Grexel was just looking out for himself? Or would there be times, would there be lots of times there where he would remember, like, oh, Grexel, now I remember, I remember when... Let me answer your question. So, when you stole something from the Sipman, namely the key... Grexel didn't give you up. When you run around in well, great adventures, Graydon knew Grexel that. didn't. Yeah, but I never told him anything. Grexel didn't give you up. When Stanislas <coughs> almost killed you, Grexel didn't give you up. When, when you, you went to the desert, Grexel followed right. you, even though he really didn't want to come. Well, he when you almost killed us, when we left Sorry. for the desert. Oh, the oh, sisters no. almost killed you guys. Oh, okay. And then when we went to the desert, I really wanted to go to Graven, but I still mm. followed you. Okay. So that's, that's my answer. And then the last thing I want to mention is you were correct that I mentioned that the king was not a demon or was not possessed by what we're calling demons. 
But there was a moment where he grew angry, apparently, over something. I don't think you guys could hear exactly what was saying. Yeah, he killed somebody. He sucked their energy. He basically sucked the demon out of a body and then threw the body over the edge. Uh, and that seemed to have given him some sort of power. And, and the bracelets that he wears that normally glow sort of a white light started glowing red. And then we he turned around. fired the arrows before he killed the demon. Yeah. Uh, when he turned around, his eyes were, were glowing red. And it's possible that it was from that energy. All right. So we're going to go ahead and roll some rolls to see how well you guys run and evade. Can I have uh, some dice? Please? Did you I not need... bring any? No, I did not. I need... Two D8s, three, if I can. Oh, and, and the first time in a long time, the packet has not changed since the last time we played, so everything we were doing last time is still applicable. All right, so everybody give me <coughs> basically a running check, which would be a dexterity. I'll roll for Corian. Corian did well. Nine. Nineteen. Okay, so you guys, you jump in, so Grexel jumps into the sewers and starts running, and obviously Grexel being intelligent, you know you're kind of way around, but not to the same level that Omi does. You guys start running through the city. Omi's in the lead. Now, he, his speed is less than yours. So unless you outrun him, you're always going to be running his speed. Are you trying to weave your way in and out of buildings? Are you trying to find some place to hide? Are you going to jump in the sewer later? What is your end goal when you're running? From- My first instinct is to be to get out of sight, visual sight from... The being, so I would be turning and weaving through, throughout stuff. But is he within earshot of me? Yeah, I imagine to start, you guys are all pretty close together as okay. you're starting to run. Away. I, I yell at you. Wait, wait, wait! Grexel's not with us. Oh boy. Uh, do you stop or you just keep running? Yeah, I keep running. This way, Omi. Oh, me. Just. I just say are this you, way. Are you still running? I'm still running. I'm try- I'm like kind of running after Omi. Like okay. I'm not running to get away. I'm kind of trying to catch up with Omi and and Grexel's not here. I just say follow me. So what is Zane going to do? His two friends are going in two different directions. Who does he follow? Sorry to push you in that position, but you're not sorry. This is what you see. <laughs> <laughs> I I stop. Okay. And I hide. All right. God damn it. <laughs> Roll me a hide oh. check. Oh. Um, since sneak is a skill, what is it? I Dexterity. And then you would... Uh, Roll a d6. Roll a d6 with it. 11. 11. All right. So you basically duck yourself in next to a house where there's a little bit of an overhang... Maybe I thought like, we were in the suit. Oh, we were, you're okay. above the ground. Maybe okay. there's a shrubbery. Uh, so you kind of just back yourself into this corner as best you can. It's still, if I remember correctly, it's still really early morning, so it's not well lit at the at the moment. I see Omi. Well, you hear the little legs. You hear the pitter patter of little feet running run away. Corian is running with him. You stop. Grexel's down in the sewer, and you see this figure rise. Again, the comparison is just there, like Superman. So he's now floating like 50, 60 feet above where you were, still in that sort of Superman pose with like one leg's a little bit bent, the other one's straight down, you know, arms out to the sides. And his entire body is starting to glow, sort of red light is emanating from him, like he's a gigantic bonfire in the sky. There's just this light just sort of pulsating after off of him. And you see him turn down and just start flying straight at an angle, goes not like right next to you, but past you as if he was going to go directly into the ground. 
but there's no explosion, there's no boom, there's no crash. He just simply disappears as if he's gone. Grexel. Let me have to go on the ground. D20. Because he went through the walls to begin with a long time. 15. Okay. You hear a sort of whoosh of air from behind you, but you don't see anything. And then you can hear a, sort of a, just a snarling, mad scream of rage. This can't possibly do it to ju- do it justice, but he's basically like, <laughs> as he's flying like Superman down the stone. And it, I mean, it's like. Does he sound like Batman? Batman, if Superman was screaming that voice. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Swear I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I just can't understand you. What, what was that? <laughs> what? <laughs> Superhero says, what? Do I see him or do not, I not No, see him? you just hear that this vibrating off the walls, echoing down. He's definitely in the sewers and he's definitely behind you, but you don't know where. When I'm crossing the intersection, I want to say, no, see, I don't want to tempt fate because then I'll piss him off for sure. I want to say, we have the key. You keep running. Okay. I'm doing it by intersection because I hope that um, don't lay a finger on my butter. Did something happen to you? What? You're just full of bad decisions. <laughs> you had an old Grexel moment. No, I'm, I'm trying to distract him. Right. The decision to attack him was a good decision, even though it didn't work out. I was correct, and this was the best chance we had. It's true. Everything you just said was false. <laughs> That won't be the best chance when he's sleeping. I just... When we know more about him and uh, when we're more powerful and we know what his weaknesses are. No. When was the last time we did something That's how the movie goes. You learn what the weakness is. All right. All right. So, Zane, you see this figure flash past you based on your previous... You probably assume that he's phased through the wall. Use my intelligence. Natural 20. To do to determine, I think that he's going after Grexel. So I want to um, determine where, like the angle that he was going, where he was going, and then where the closest sewer entrance is located to where I can get to Grexel as fast as I can, based on where I saw him go down. All right, Omi, are you going to continue to run until something else happens, or are you eventually going to change course? Uh, I just wanted to get out of visual sight, and I was thinking, like, back out, tight back alley type movie type scene where you're, Sarge, you know, take a breath for a second, kind of get your bearings. Okay, I know that Grexel went in the sewer, and my original plan, my thought process was, if Zane was still with us, that we would get into the sewer and then come back to him. Just pull the 180 only in the sewers to okay. meet up with him. That, so, but now that I know that Zane hid... Well, you don't know that he hid. All you know is that when you stop to catch you. your breath, he's not there. Well, all I, yeah, he's just not there with us. Correct. Are you... So can I have a Zool? conversation? <laughs> you know, the gatekeeper. Oh, yeah. Are you the key master? I'm the gatekeeper. No. That's someone. All right, so you're going to kind of... Find a convenient place to hide. Corian and you are both huffing and puffing. Well, I, I was going to say, could I have a conversation with Corian about yeah. what he thinks we should do? Or does yeah. he see anything? Or 
I don't shoot things usually, and then they shoot me back with my own arrow. I really don't want to mess with this thing anymore. Yeah, I, oh, I completely agree. <laughs> I want. Well, we need to get back met up with Zane and um, and Grexel. So maybe we should just go back to the safe house. That, that's probably where they're going to head if they get away. I fear for any of them if they're alone. I fear for us if we get caught. We're stronger as a group. We need to be together. Give me an intimidate check. <laughs> He doesn't sound like he's. I'm not trying to intimidate him. <laughs> well, I rolled a two. Oh, or persuade either. Either one. <laughs> I, I didn't persuade anybody. Orion doesn't seem to be buying it. It's like I think I think we should just go, man. They're going to catch up with us. Well, I really want to get in the sewer and meet up, and we can try and call out to Zane from the oh. sewers. But underground is really dangerous, though. Yeah. Every time we go down there, we get surrounded by those yeah. guards. All right, we well. I know we can make it there, but I, I kind of okay. feel like it's a bad idea leaving them. But uh, as unpersuasive as I am, <laughs> well, you can still do whatever you want. Uh, That's the key. Right? Uh, but you don't know that he's going to go with you, right? I have a feeling that Corian has a real key role, though. I'll just, I'll follow Corian. Well, he's going to follow you because you know how to get back to the well, safe, yeah. <laughs> but safe house. I but. want to leave like nonchalant marks or something. Okay. Along the way in some kind of, like, chalk marks or something across, like, corners of buildings or on sidewalks or anything, that, hoping that Zane and Grexel would see that. Then that working with Zane prior, that we would have some kind of knowledge. Or okay. So if he does get away... An unspoken can... tongue of how to communicate. Okay. And... All right, so Grexel, so you've gone through a couple intersections... And you're calling out random things at each one of them, trying to... No, no, no. I just wanted to say we have the key. Okay. Uh, so as you turn down this third intersection, you see the figure of the king rising out of the floor as if he's phasing through it, just like you saw the ghost do before. And his eyes are still glowing red, but they've lost some of their luminous, and his bracelets are glowing sort of that white light with just a red tinge now. And again, there's got that snarling, sort of almost inhuman, insane grimace or visage. And he says again, Who are you? Because he sort of floats in your general direction. So he's in front of me now? Yes. Oh, Gregsel. Bacon? <laughs> yeah, play dumb. Always works. <laughs> like a bear, just play dead. <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> Fall over, grasping my chest. Possum. Play possum here. He's floating <clears throat> closer. What do I know about his bracers? Aside that, it seems like they give him strength. That's do I think I can break him? You could try. Give me a uh, intelligence check. Probably. All right. Your experience with guest technology in the past is that they can often malfunction, though that's generally because people probably don't really know how to use them, but they're very difficult to damage or to break. In fact, about the only time you can remember in any recent time is his dagger has hurt like those two, uh, the collar that was on Corian. That's the last time you can remember anything damaging guest technology. So if force doesn't work, maybe if I move slowly, his <laughs> arm does. I'll say, who are you? Right. In a mean voice. He <laughs> comes a little closer. He's 
essentially reaches out his hand, so he's going to try to grapple you. Oh. All right. So you can, if I remember correctly, you can resist grapple with either strength or dexterity. Eight. So he grabs a hold of your throat and lifts you off the ground. So you're now floating with him. And he looks at you, and there's madness in his face. I mean, his eyes are still glowing kind of red, but there's like anger and then confusion and maybe even like sadness sort of this flashes in his in his, uh, in his face. And he looks at you, and he kind of says it almost childlike. He goes, how do I know you? Who are you? And now he's truly confused. Like, he's not necessarily challenging, like, who do you think you are, as much as, like, who are you? Like, a true, I don't know answer to the question. But he is still holding you out of your throat off the ground, and he's not even breaking a sweat. I would like to grapple his arm where the braces are. I want to grapple his arm where the braces are at. Like his braces are right here, right? It was. It's just like a bracelet. Like his forearm. Yeah, it's like a circle. I want to try to grapple his arm where his bracelet is. Okay. And, and I want to buy time and say, while I'm doing that, I want to say, we've met once before, or maybe twice. You can reach out and touch him. He's not going to try to stop you, so that you can just freely do that. But within like a blink of an eye, he flies over next to a wall and slams you up against it really hard. You're still holding on if you want to be. Uh, he says. Man, how did you get before? You're lying to me! Do I think I can break his arm at the bracelet point? Uh, you take eight points of damage from getting slammed up against the wall. You can try to break his arm. Try. I would like Go to ahead say, and try. Three Just months try. ago in the sewers, and you were wearing a mask. I want to see if that's the same guy or not. Okay. And I'm trying to break his arm. <laughs> I will rage. <laughs> With all your impressive strength, trying to bend his arm is like trying to bend steel. And not even steel that you can bend, but like just huge beams of steel. It's not even budging. And he looks at you and goes, I've never worn a mask. And he actually throws you the other way and you fly against the far other wall. And you take 12 points of damage. And then he flies over and he's right next to you again. Tell me the truth before I kill you. Who are you? How do I know you? Um, I've never met the guy, right? As far as you know, you've never met the the true Sir Acus, the one that you would have known before. Right, I've I've met the guy with a mask, which we kind of assume was the guy, and apparently he's not. I'll say, you saw me in the tower, and tried to break his bracelet if I can. Okay. Because breaking arm doesn't work, maybe the bracelet does. All right. This does suck. Do I get a turn Eight. in here? Soon. You'll have your own session. Well, do I get like move a movement to get into the suit? Well, I'm, you are. Yeah. Back out. This is all happening simultaneously. Your part's just really boring right now, so I'm just going <laughs> to skip and... But I'll make it exciting. <laughs> I'm, I'm jumping off right. the walls. You want to walk Smooth criminal. If Omi was here, yeah. he'd be throwing this poop. So, he's now got you, and he's, he's basically pushing your face into the wall and he's flying down the wall so you're just like rubbing your face along the bricks and the pipes and just it's just brushing your teeth <laughs> yeah, it's just smashing you he's like you've been to the tower and you actually his fingers are starting to compress on your throat a little bit more and it's getting hard to breathe and he's like no one knows about the about the tower but me throws you against another wall it's not good 11 yeah. points of damage zane so right, you're, I'm just running. You're you're running down the sewer, and you yeah. hear the screams of, of a madman yelling, "Who are you? What's this?" Yeah. The Shh. last thing you hear him say is, "No one knows about the tower." Me. You're hearing crashes and explosions, 
and you turn sort of a sharp corner and you see the figure of the king floating over Grexel who's laying on the ground, possibly dead, doesn't seem to really be moving. Okay. It's a drama moment. Give it to me. How far away am I? Like 40 feet. Okay. I want to throw my guest dagger. Okay. Not the throwing dagger. Gotcha. And stab I, me in the face. I hate you. I <laughs> want well, to aim for something on him <clears throat> that looks like an artifact or if something is glowing or something like, you know. So if you wanted to try to hit him specifically, I'm, a specific part, I'm going to give you some pretty massive negatives. So you can still do it. But if you miss, you're going to miss completely. So it's sort of an all or nothing. It wouldn't be like... I might miss here, but I like I'm aiming for here, but I'll end up hitting here. Well, but if you're trying to, if what, you, what I think you're aiming for is actually his bracelet, mm-hmm. then the you know the the chance of missing completely is pretty high. Pull out my guest dagger and I throw it at him, aiming for his bracers. Okay, um, twenty. Go ahead and roll damage. Five. So you hit the bracer with your dagger, and there's sort of this flash of light and then you hear something fall and hit the ground below him and it has severed the the, the gist bracelet and it fell off and you see him immediately drop to the ground spin and look at you even more crazed anger in his face is he still is he himself still <clears throat> glowing uh yes well he, he's kind of faded so he's still going but but it's getting less and less as time goes on so it's already gotten less by the time you got here but you're not sure if it's less from before or after with the bracelet. Let's go ahead and roll initiative at this point. That was awesome. I know. I'm really r- regretting listening to Michael's Corian. <laughs> 17, by the way. 15. All right. So the guy turns and looks at you, and he sort of like moves forward and then stops. Like you just get the feeling that he was like, trying to fly at you and it doesn't work so there's this sort of odd moment where he almost just sticks out his chest at you and then doesn't do anything and that's when he looks at his hands and realizes something's gone and then he turns and he pooped his pants <laughs> looks at you and he starts phasing through the floor oh grexel is he still phasing yes he's still in the process of phasing through the floor mechanically wise if i tip somebody that's phasing through the floor what happens if it's possible, because he might just go through him. Yeah, suck. that's what's going to happen. He's he's phasing through everything, so you're, essentially your attacks are going to go through him like nothing. I yell at you from down the... Grexel, forget about it. Let's go. I want to grab his bracelet. Okay. The broken one or the whole one? The one that's on his body or the, the one... Both! That... <laughs> <laughs> well, is the Gist oh, close? He could be the power. It would have actually went further down. What if Grexel... So there's no I know, then Grexel just went... <laughs> Gre- Grexel's like... <laughs> Thank you. Like Captain Planet. What are There's no way that? I can get the Giz Dagger and no. his bracelet. No. At all. I need to grab both of his bracelets. I'm focusing more on the one that hasn't broken yet. Okay, so you're trying to grab his actual bracelet. Okay, much like the, his other body, it's insubstantial. So when you try to grab anything on him, your hands just kind of go through there as he goes to the floor. So. Is it, that would be basically half your action, so you still have a move if you would like to do something else. I'm running to get the Giz Dagger. Okay, so you're running. Zane, you see this figure drop to the floor, and you see Grexel get up and run the other way. Um, 
I run for my dagger. Okay. So we're both running to the same place. All right. Are you going to do anything else or say anything else? I just want to grab... I mean, I run for my dagger. When I get to it, I grab it. And then I it's should be like him and Grexel right next to each other. The dagger and the bracer right next to each other. Mm-hmm. Well, so, in my mind, the, the gift dagger continued down. Yeah, which is why... Because it's kind of like a lightsaber. Okay. Like so on the way by Grexel, I try to grab him even though it doesn't move him. Like he weighs too much, you know. But I try to grab him, and 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 I say, "Forget about it. Come on, let's go." And then I'm trying to tug do you, you. Do you grab the kiss dagger or not? I'm not to it yet. Yeah. So you got up and moved. You're between me and Zane the dagger. moved and then moved again. His whole action. So you guys are basically right next to each other. The kiss dagger is still a little bit further down from you. And I'm going in that direction. Yeah. I'm trying to drag you with me. I'm like, you're you, like, I'm like, I'm trying to get your dagger. I'm like running with you. All right, so you basically were kind of holding hands and running down the hallway like Jack and Jill. All right. No, I didn't say I grabbed his. I, I didn't grab him and go, come on. I, like, grabbed his clothing or his No, you grabbed his my hand. Not right. even my girlfriend. So as you're, it would be like this. So as you're running, the figure of the king rises out of the sewer ground in front of you, directly in front of you. So, like, I mean, it, it's right in your face, and he's right there, and he has his hand out, the one that doesn't have a bracelet towards your throat, and then there's a moment where he stops and he goes, Zane? I knew it. Grexel. I'm still Action. running for the dagger. Okay, so Zane, or Grexel is continuing to run. At the end of this turn, you will be where the dagger is at. Zane, what are you doing? You have this figure right in front of you, about to gouge your eyes out. I squeeze my eyes closed really tight, and I pray, and I keep running. All right. That I, I'm praying that I'm going to run through them. Okay, so um, you don't. You hit a solid mass. <laughs> okay. Good job. You don't. <laughs> All right, so essentially that would be like a grapple or a bull rush, I assume, is how we're going to play that. So you're trying to bull rush him. So go ahead and roll an attack roll. Uh, strength. Yes. 20. So the king's eyes kind of widen, again, in sort of shock and recognition as you shoulder into him and he kind of goes down and you're running past him and he grabs your ankle and you, you sort of stumble and he's like wait Zane it's me wait Grexel I grab the dagger okay you pick it up and I start running where the king is <laughs> okay so let you're... me know if I can attack his bracelets alright so you're running back with the dagger alright Zane so you sort of stumble but you pull out of his grip your ankle out of his hand and you're sort of still facing Grexel and looking back, and you see him on the ground. And he's holding out his hands, saying, "Wait, wait, it's me." Who are you? I'm, it's more of a. <laughs> Who are you? His hand comes up. He pulls down. Has like a, a shirt on, and there's a collar around his neck, and he pulls it off, and his entire features just change. It's like a sort sort of a magical illusion, and it takes you a second to recognize it because it's been so long. It's your brother. <laughs> you see this figure, their entire visage changed, and it's your brother who's seven years older, but clearly this is your brother. Wow. Alright, so he's starting to pick himself up off the ground. And he's he's got he's got the gifts collar that he's taken off. He's holding I have his my right hand. Guess dagger. No, he no, has your I gist. have your gist oh. And he's running towards you like the juggernaut. 
at this. I reach out my hand like this for my gist dagger. Okay, is that your turn? <laughs> Are you gonna give it to me? No. All right, it's now Grexel's turn. Why do I help you? <laughs> So, so here's so, my question. Okay. Am I aware that he said Zane it's me? Yes. Am I aware that he changed to someone else? Yes. Other than the clothes, he looks completely different than he did before. But regardless, he's an evil person trying to to summon a portal with demons. As far as you know. Yes. And he did kick my ass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm breaking the bracelet. Okay. I'll try. Okay. I'm no longer raging because I didn't talk. If I cut your brother's arm, I apologize. Hey. Just your little brother. You okay. Even like him. So, his dice suck. Well, you are, have never used um, his dagger before. The the guest dagger is effectively like a lightsaber, so it doesn't have a lot of heft to it, and the weight completely throws you off, and you just whiff completely, and you're standing there kind of looking at everybody like. <laughs> so did did you see that? Zane, Rexel just swung at your brother's arm and missed with your dagger. What are you doing? I'm doing what father bade us to do. Did you say paid? Bade. Where is father? He's still with the dwarves on Thronehold. Check out previous podcasts at our website and subscribe to future ones on iTunes. If you have a suggestion for a topic, we'd love to hear it. Email your ideas to podcast at dndacademy.com and you can connect with us on Twitter at dnd underscore academy. As always, thanks for listening and remember, if you're having fun, you're doing it right. <laughs>